Welcome to episode 29 of Talking Cheap, a podcast about Cameo. I am Jensen Karp. I'm Danielle Fischel Karp. And we are the only working couple in all of Hollywood no. going week by week, figuring out who on this website, who on this app Cameo is a good deal. Now, it would be an absolute mistake of us to not at least remember that last week we added a brand new member to the Bargain Club. We sure did. We took Chris Klein, an actor we never would have thought, ever would put himself in that category. And instead... Let's think about this the other way. Right, Chris. Let's think about this the other way because you became the fifth member of the Bargain Club. It's not easy to do, to be an actor who who doesn't have like a, a well-known skill of mm-hmm. singing or dancing. Like he doesn't have a tangible thing, like a go-to he can use. And yet he still made it into the bargain club. That's right. No piano, no guitar, no flute, no saxophone. He looked straight at the camera. He did a bunch of research, which is what I think really helped him catapult himself into this fame for this podcast. Yeah. Uh, He wrote jokes. He figured out uh, impressions. Yeah, he did impressions of people's bosses. I mean, it was really incredible. If you want to listen back, all of our episodes are on all streaming services, but really, truly, congratulations to Chris Klein. Something else I found out this past week is important to this show is that Wesley Snipes blocked me on Twitter. <laughs> um, and it can only be for one reason, and that's because he heard us say that we think that he was a total ripoff at $500. I'm going to say that you mostly said it. So when you sent me the screenshot mm-hmm. that you were blocked, right. what did I say back to you? You asked me because you said that when you find out someone blocks you, it ruins your day. So you asked me, did it ruin my day? Yeah, I said, is your is your entire day ruined? Right. And you were like, no, not at all. And I was like, I'm devastated. <laughs> I am, I hate it. Uh-huh. I hate it. I recently found out, I've never clicked on a, on somebody's page at like randomly, somebody I don't know and, sure. and been blocked. It's never happened. Okay. But the other day- <laughs> Yeah, I did. I, I saw that somebody I follow had quote tweeted somebody uh-huh. and I couldn't see the tweet. And I was like, hmm, that's weird. And so I was like, oh, maybe they deleted it. So I went to their page and it was like, you are blocked. <laughs> I don't know. And I've never seen this person before. I've sure. never interacted with this person before. I then went on a deep dive trying to figure out why I could possibly be blo- blocked. I still don't know, but mm-hmm. it it ruined me for uh, an entire day. You crazy boy. <laughs> Uh, Wesley, yeah, I do think she's crazy because these things happen sometimes on accident. Sometimes people just take a block list from someone else. But in this case, it's not an accident. He knew who he was blocking and he was like, I do not I do not like this person. Wow. Well, I, I don't know. I don't like it. I, I, I could understand you. I, I, on the other hand, if not for the podcast, I would have forgot Wesley Snipes blocked me because what what that means is he saw someone tagged him or something. It was like they talk about your cameo. And then he went and listened to it and then was like, oh, the guy who tweeted about it, I'm blocking him. He didn't like it. Yeah, but you know what probably preceded that? Hmm. I'm hurt. <laughs> he, I probably did hurt Wesley Snipes. You hurt his feelings. I probably did. Yeah, that, that is a problem. But also, I did notice he left the site as well, Cameo. Oh, well, <laughs> maybe recently. we weren't the only people to say it was, a, it was too much money for, for what he was giving out. Also, we've said it numerous times. I feel we're doing a service because people who would have spent $500 for Wesley Snipes, they would have been Furious. It would have been a total ripoff. And what we did is we got in front of them and said something like this. Go fill the fish. And we said, don't go out there and purchase him or Chris Tucker. We go out of our way to say, these are people who are ripping you off. Deal with it. I try not to be mean. I know you do very well, but I'm the one who got blocked. All right, let's get into emails. First, some new price drops for a new year. They put out a 2021 discount email. 
Mm-hmm. These celebrities felt a little discount uh, coming into January. So let's start with Anthony Anderson, who is slightly new to the site. We announced uh, his arrival a couple episodes ago. Right. He's now down to 150 from $225. Wow, that's quite a drop. That 150 is. sounds like a good price for Anthony Anderson. And so early in his career at Cameo, so he must not have been getting the results he expected. Hmm. Second, Heidi Montag, someone we uh, have talked about Married on the show. to Pratt Daddy. That's right. Married to Pratt Daddy is now $75 down from $100. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, 90 Day Fiance's Darcy Silva went from $100 to $69. And lastly, Chris Harrison's first price drop ever. Mm. He only went down $25, though. Uh, he is now at $475, and he started at $500. Wow, that's a lot of dollars. Yeah. But he's really good. His cameos are good. We love him. He can never technically be in the bargain club because he's very expensive. Didn't he do a gender reveal or a birth announcement or something for somebody? He did. And it was was cute. Awesome. Yeah, it was great. He pretended to have a commercial break. We'll be right back. It was very, very good. Uh, But is it it $500 good? Who knows? But is it $475 good? Mm. You tell me. Let's get into this week's celebrities. First up is our rollover. Do you remember who it is? No. There's no way. Mm-mm. This is Steve Wilkos. Ah, right. Steve Wilkos, Steve. the bodyguard from the Jerry Springer show. All right. This is a guy who uh, is a character well-known, mostly in 90s television. But what you don't know about him is he is now entering his 14th season for his own syndicated talk show. Did you, 14. I, I, I can't believe it's still going. But yes, I did know he, at one time he had a show. Yeah. I didn't know it was... Still on for 14 seasons. That's right. Steve Wilkos is $60. I mean, that sounds really reasonable. That's right. Very close to the Cato line. 25 reviews. How many stars do you think? Uh, 4.9? No, five stars, baby. Wow. Mm -hmm. His turnaround? One hour. I'm sorry. (laughs) Steve Wilkos. One hour? One hour. Faster than I could get Instacart here. That's true. Yeah, he's he's a speed demon. Uh, if you don't know about Steve Wilkos, he is a former Chicago policeman and U.S. Marine who was hired uh, as an off-duty security guard for a new talk show in Chicago, uh, and that was The Jerry Springer Show. He quickly became a staple on that talk show, quitting the force altogether in 2004 and becoming a TV star for Jerry, then getting his own syndicated show, as I said, back in 2007. Uh, it's bonkers how long that's been on. Two divorces in his life, and I was surprised to find out that he eventually married and is still married to a woman named Rachel Consiglio. She is the EP of the Jerry Springer Show and the Steve Wilco Show. No way. That's right. She's executive producer, so uh, he found love on the show as well. Here's my question about Steve on the Jerry Springer Show. Yeah. When they were getting, they wanted, they needed security. Yeah. Do you think they cast someone that they thought was going to be like a character on the show, or did Steve just become, because of who Steve is, he became a character? 100% was not supposed to be a character on the show. Wow. So he literally was just like, we need a security guard, like an off-duty police officer, yes. and he happened to be the one that was there. Yeah, he had been doing clubs and all sorts of different gigs for extra money as an off-duty cop. Wow. One of them was this. He put together the crew uh, that would that would mm-hmm. work that day, and then he kept doing it, and people fell in love with him. Unbelievable. Yeah, it's a crazy story. Uh, known as a tough guy, but also, you know, one of the reasons that he's so famous and, and really stood out on the show is he's a bit of a teddy bear. Okay. Right? I can see how he was very popular, uh, not only on Jerry Springer, but how he would be a, a, a popular purchase on this website. He's, yeah. he's kind of like an icon of that sort of uh, 90s, 2000s television. So let's listen to his intro. This is Steve Wilkos. Hi, I'm Steve Wilkos, and I'm excited to be on Cameo. And I'm ready to record personalized messages for you or someone special in your life. All right. Steve Wilkos. Yeah, pretty straightforward. Uh, I did sort of realize, 
you know, when he's doing this, he is your typical off-duty cop who's hired for security. Like, what do you mean? Just physically. Oh, okay. Like, he just sort of looks like everyone that's ever checked your ID. Right, a little bulky. little bulky. Tall. Yeah, later in life. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously now a millionaire because of this. But, you know, he's a cop. Um, all right, very gritty, down to business. I think that his intro was very police-like. Uh, man of the little words, maybe. Because that brings us to our first clip. This is a message for a couple celebrating their 10th wedding anniversary. Hey, Angelina and Trevor. This is Steve Wilkos. And I wanted to wish you a happy 10-year anniversary. Um, that's, a, that's a good milestone to make. Because if you can make 10, you're, you learn to live with each other's uh, good sides and bad sides. So if you can make 10, you can make 50, right? Well, let's hope so. I don't know if that's a ringing endorsement for marriage. Wow. Yeah. Let's hope so. If you can make it to 10 years, you figured out that you can live <laughs> with each, other's, with each other's issues. Steve doesn't stop there with the personal therapy session he's having when uh, asked by the Cami for some marriage advice. I don't know if you need a lot of advice, but I'd say, you know, uh, there's things that I'm going to say to you that you already know. Um, don't get mad at the small things, Trevor. Give in a lot. You know, the first, especially when you start having kids and, you know, I would moan and groan about things. And then I'm like, just do whatever they ask because it's easier. Instead of like arguing and having this long drawn out conversation, we just do it and get it over with. Then she's happy and you're less grumpy. I mean, just get it over with. What is happening? Wow. Steve Wilkos is is really word vomiting here. Wow. Uh, I assume he's laying down on a couch when he's doing this, but he's not. Uh, He's just staring at the camera. Uh, Maybe we caught him on a bad day. Is that possible? I don't know. Well, it doesn't stop there. Let's hear him talk about his kids. I understand that you have little kids. Those were the golden years of being a parent when your kids are small. Both my uh, kids are teenagers, 18, 16 now. And uh, it's not like when they were little, you know, They have attitudes, they're moody, you know, all that. Uh, And when they're little, everything's magical. You can tell them anything, they believe it, and they have fun. And and you're their whole world, so they want to be with you. They want to, you know, everything revolves around mom and dad. And when they become teenagers, you're gone. You know, my kids, I love them, and they love me, and we have good times. But they certainly have their girlfriends, boyfriends, and friends, and... So you become on the back burner, but that's life, and you know doesn't bother me too much. But uh, I don't believe you, Steve. I don't believe you for one second. <laughs> it sounds like you are crying into a cup of coffee. I know. I feel like we should be like charging him for this. Uh, over three minutes, this cameo. Okay, this was very long. Uh, I, I, I'm shocked. This is probably the most personal cameo we've ever heard. Yeah, and he, he's really like earnestly saying it there's not any like he's not joking at all he's not like ah you know and then you're just on the back burner but you know what it's not that big of a deal like he's like and then you're just a pile of poop in your kids lives (laughs) he really was grimy and gritty about it yeah he was sad well let's wrap this one up uh steve wilkos so i know i went on and on with this message probably the longest one i've ever recorded but uh happy anniversary and hope 
2021 got off to a good start for you. Yeah, well, I don't know, Steve. I don't know if you helped there. Um, anyway, happy anniversary. Yeah. Wow. Let's hope so. Jeez. Um, the power of positivity within Steve Wilkos is is just <laughs> obvious. Are you disappointed if you get that? Or are you like, man, I really, I got kind of negative Nancy. Well, I don't know. I think, you know, if you if you are celebrating 10 years, and maybe he, he did say that, like, you know, this couple's kids were younger, and he... Maybe there's a part of you that listens to this and goes, you know what? We've been taking for granted how good things are with our kids right Right, now. And you know what? You're right. If we can make it to 10 years, we can make it to 50. Like maybe you're taking some inspiration from the realness of it. Sure. I get that. But also maybe you're like, I was really just hoping you were going to pop open a bottle of champagne and toast. I don't know. But he's got five stars. I'd be glad to talk to your children. Uh, I don't want you to talk to my children, Steve. Um, I do think too, like when you get, Steve Wilkos, you kind of hope for a Jerry Springer aspect to things. You're not doing it so that he's like giving you straight up advice, like sadness. I don't know. I feel like I he- mean, I feel like they just found out he's not the father. That's right. He is not the father. Uh, Steve Wilkos, let's see if he uh, continues to deal with some sort of life crisis in this second clip. It is a birthday message for someone turning 41. Hey, Eric, this is Steve Wilkos. And I heard you're turning 41 on January 14th. So my wife's birthday's January 11th. She's gonna be 50. So you're still pretty young, so enjoy. Oh man, if I could be 41 again. Time goes, man. 41, still young. When you turn 41, you feel old, but you're really not. So remember that. Uh, this guy is a real Debbie Downer. <laughs> I don't feel like these are helping me. I, do, you, do you mind if I keep going with this one? Yeah, please. All right, here he is. Uh, your wife says that uh, you were in Connecticut a couple of years ago. You couldn't see my show. And unfortunately, right now, we're not even having an audience. We tape it with no audience, which it's not the same. <laughs> oh <my laughs> breaking gosh. down. Steve Wilco's breaking down. Oh. I, can't, I mean, honestly, he's like, I have my own show, but... Over 300,000 people have died in the United States, and there's a new strain in Big Bear. Like, I, he's just like, honestly, I, he's the news. He's depressing. Uh, they're paying you for an uplifting message. Let's let's wrap this up in only a way Steve Wilkos can. So, enjoy that birthday, and let's hope 2021 is better for all of us. <sighs> let's hope. I don't know enough about Steve. Mm-hmm. No, this is, is not he, his character. No. No, it's not no. his thing. Steve Wilkos is not his character. He's a big lovable, like Jerry, Jerry. He like, you know, he he kind of like, uh, he basically makes you feel like you got to tell the truth. Okay. He's a cop. Right. He shouldn't be. I mean, I guess it's a bad year for cops, but still he should be uplifting and excited if we're paying him that much money. Unbelievable. Steve Wilkos, $60, which isn't, I guess, a ton if you think about it. 25 reviews, five stars, baby. One hour turnaround. Maybe you should wait a little longer. Uh, What do you think? I mean, I can't imagine you need to be less than $60 if you're Steve. He's very famous. I wish maybe he would take a little longer than an hour. Because I do think that perhaps he did a lot of these within the same hour. Very sad day. we caught him at a time when he was thinking about the past and reminiscing about being younger his kids being younger, mm-hmm. all of those things. Um, I don't think this is a great deal okay, because of what you're getting. It's a little sad, but I also don't, I think he's priced right. Okay. That makes sense to me as well. I think $60, any lower than that for Steve Wilkos, even with his take home of minus cameos cut would seem very low. Yeah. Um, 
but I don't think he's delivering anything more than really $50, mm-hmm. which is unfair to say to someone who it's like, okay, you're worth more than that, but you're just not, you're not giving yeah. anyone anything. Um, I would say if Steve Wilkos can, can just be, be a little happier in yeah. his cameos, um, $60 is right. Yeah, on that's target. our constructive criticism yeah. for Steve <laughs> is maybe, maybe don't be like, oh, life gets worse. Anyway, happy birthday. Yeah, it's not what we're paying for really, but Steve Wilco's kind of in the right price range, uh, but let's hope that things look up. I mean, everyone's having a tough of time. Of course, we're all in a, yeah, we're not our best. Uh, our next cameo celebrity is a man named Donald Gibb. Now, I don't expect you to recognize his name at all, but I do think you know Ogre from the Revenge of the Nerds movies. Uh, he played Danielle, who is a bit of a, a pop culture black hole here. He played the jock bully okay. in Revenge of the Nerds. So okay. he, he really is one of the like quintessential portrayals of that. Right. Uh, and he also uh, appeared in the movie Bloodsport. Um, he is a member of the Alpha Beta fraternity in the film, making the lives of the Lambda 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 nerds a living hell. He doesn't say much, but he just sort of yells, and he's their big jock, and he's always drinking beer, and he's the muscle for Stan Gable and the rest of the kind of pompous jerks uh, at the college. Total meathead. Here's a small scene from the movie where the main characters, Lewis and Gilbert, just arrived to college, which coincidentally was the University of Arizona, which is where they filmed it. Uh, and they're moving their luggage past the popular Alpha Fraternity House where Ogre is dangling someone from the roof with the crowd cheering him on. Where are they? Ogre. I think they're talking about us. Ogre. Ogre. No way. Ogre. Lewis, let's go. So yeah, he is a uh, iconic portrayal in an eighties, nineties yes. movie. At least to me, and and anyone who thinks of like you know bullies in film, you got to think. Yeah, about I've it. definitely heard people do nerds. Right, I've heard that. Okay, well, he is eighty five dollars. Okay, that's mm-hmm. above Steve and above the Cato line. That's right. Uh, Eighty four reviews. It's a lot. Wow. Where do you see him? Oh, he's a five stars baby. He is a five stars baby. Yeah. All right, and his turnaround is. One day. Okay, I was thought we were going to have another one hour. And no, I was no, like, no. wow, no, no, how no. are people doing this? Uh, no, Donald Gibb appears busier than Steve Wilkos, who just sits around and thinks about how sad his well, life his is. His audience isn't there anymore. Right, they're just gone. Um, all right, so in real life, he has sort of a cross eye. Okay. He also had that in the movie, so that gives him more of a scary uh, vibe. Uh, he has that memorable raspy voice that you hear yelling there. It immediately takes me back to when I was bullied in junior high. Uh, so what does Donald Gibb do on Cameo? All right. Let's find out in his first message. This is an end-of-the-year cameo between friends. John, my man Johnny. It's Ogre from Revenge of the Nerds. Yes, it is. I understand you could be the biggest nerd in all the world. That's pretty scary. You know what I mean? (laughs) You can never be an Alpha Beta son. You're always going to be a Lambda, Lambda, Lambda for the rest of your life, which is very sad. Let me ask you something. What if J-O-N really spelled nerd. Okay, that is a very deep cut reference. That's actually not from Revenge of the Nerds 1. That's from Revenge of the Nerds 2. Oh. Uh, when some of the very cool frat bros are hanging out with the nerds and they party for a full night and Ogre has a very deep thought. He looks up to the moon and stars and he asks this question here. What if uh, C-A-T really spelled dog? Uh, so he's going... I mean, full speed ahead into this character, so much so that he's referencing the more obscure sequel. Yeah, the B-side. 
Uh, what do you think? We've talked about this numerous times about in-character cameo. Uh, what do you think about this stuff? I mean, it's perfect. Mm-hmm. If you if you can do this and you, first of all, still sound like that, which yeah. is incredible, yep. um, and you're willing to be in character the entire time, it's a slam dunk. It's worth noting he does look a lot different. I'll post it on my Twitter, at uh, Jensen Carp. He has a bit of a Randy Quaid vibe going on. Long gray beard, possibly pulled back ponytail, more of a hippie now than a jock. Uh, but let's move forward with this clip. I'll bet it does. It's in the dictionary under your picture, you nerd. <laughs> uh, so that's the whole vibe of it. It's just him. It's great. Ridiculing you. It's a really great cameo. Uh, here is the second clip. More berating and nerd prejudice from Donald Gibb, this time for a birthday from a friend named Claire. Owen, Ogre from Revenge of the Nerds. You nerd. Ha ha ha. I can't believe you're turning 50, you nerd. It's all downhill from here, right, son? <laughs> so listen, I want to sing you a song for your 50th birthday so you can keep this forever, you and Claire. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Owen, you huge, gigantic nerd. You know why you're a nerd? You like the New York Giants. And I understand you adore your two cats, Max and Daisy. Now that's being nerdy. I'm sure they'll throw you a party, probably with a lot of ginger ale, pin the tail on the donkey, pony rides. You know, I would say little hats, little blowies. That's what nerds do on their birthday party, Owen. So I ain't coming to that one, Claire, because that's for nerds. Happy birthday, my friend. <laughs> the ending, so cute. The ending is very sweet. Uh, this is basically paying to be dominated and ridiculed. We, <laughs> we have run into this before. This is a cameo subcategory that we should get into, which is uh, Scott Steiner, Big Papa Pump. Yeah. Uh, there's People Scott, be rating you. Scott Farkas. Yep. Uh, this is its whole thing. I feel like we should we should dive deeper into this, but is there anyone better than Ogre? Uh, he is $85, Donald Gibb, the actor, 84 reviews, five stars, baby, one day turnaround. What do you think about in-character Ogre? I mean... This is a these are this is a great cameo. Yes. Um I feel like he's he's giving you a, the type of cameo that's worth $85, mm-hmm. but there's still something in me that says $85 is still a little high yeah. for this one character he he does. So I'm going to say, but I don't think he should go down too much. I would say I think his sweet spot would be around 70 or $75. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think he's slightly high priced, but honestly, it's a great cameo. I would say if you were to tell me that someone was $85 and someone was 60, without the idea that Steve Wilkos is going to make you want to hang yourself with a noose, I, I would flip them. I would think that Steve Wilkos is worth 85 and Donald Gibb is worth 60, but the delivery yeah. is the flip. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't think Donald Gibb himself ogre. I think it is too specific and niche to be 85, but I think it's 65 at the Cato line, basically, he's a, a very good deal. Right. Um, but at 85, I think it's a little bit high. But then again, 84 reviews. The guy does really I know. well. He does well, and he is delivering. So, mm-hmm. And with his take home, you got to think about it. I know. At 85, it's, it's That's a tough why I'm one. I'm saying I think 75. It's yeah. only $10 off. I don't know why that makes a big difference, but mm-hmm. something in my head just sounds better about 75. But right. I see your point. I have him at 65. Meep, meep, Dawson. Meep, meep. Yeah, totally. Meet me. Okay. Third celebrity this week. I wanted to stay because as soon as I started pulling these clips, I was just super into the idea of character cameo, which we dig very much, but like, I I didn't want to leave it. So I got into the cameo account of John Hader. Oh, okay. All right. I know that name. You do. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, In 2004, he played the titular character in the surprise smash Napoleon Dynamite. Right. All right. Adding himself into sort of 
the Austin Powers and Borat world of uh, D-bags doing impressions of you. Uh, it's a voice that I think everyone thinks they can do. I, I think that the movie had a long-lasting impression on pop culture. Uh, I think it holds up. I watched it a couple of years ago and was surprised how much I was still laughing. Hmm. Um, and he's so good in it. He he is incredible. Yeah, it was like he was born to play the character. Um, he never really had a breakout role past that beyond Napoleon, um, but he is in the Benchwarmers, Blades of Glory, which people like yeah, a lot. Yeah, he's continued to work, although a, a he lot. hasn't necessarily been in anything hugely successful. He did reprise his best known work as Napoleon in a Napoleon Dynamite animated series. So he's been still around the character. John Hader is... $249. Wow. Yeah. So many dollars. Okay. 253 reviews. Wow. Yeah. People love him. How many stars do you think? Five. He is five stars, baby. That is a perfect show. His turnaround, one day. Wow. He's yeah. done that many and he has one day turnaround. Yeah. He's okay. He's, I do uh, want to jump right into these clips because it, there's a lot going on. But I did want to state some things up top, just so you know them. One, John does all his cameos either outdoors in the wilderness and sort of uh, plays into it and uses the trees and stuff, or in front of a green screen that he has where he has Napoleon Dynamite scenes and photos kind of playing behind him. Wow. Also, I found an old intro he recorded for a cameo where he mentioned something that really is a focus selling point for only him. All right? Okay. He's a BYU grad, a member of the Church of Latter-day Saints. So he does offer messages for mission calls. Oh. So bummed I couldn't find one, but that's basically when you're told where you're going to go to have your mission and spread the word of. Yes, this is the, these are for Mormons yes. who are go on Mormon missions. Yes, and so you, yeah, you get you get the news of where you're going to be stationed for two years. Yeah, from Napoleon Dynamite, right? Which I thought very was cool, very cool and fun. I couldn't find one, but he does offer it. So here we go. This is the first clip. Did from, he take? Did he go on a mission? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, right. he did. Uh, this is the first clip from John Hader. This is. Uh, I mean, a great approach. And this is for someone who has an upcoming wedding. Here he is, Napoleon Dynamite. Tyler, Savannah, what's up, butt nuggets? Congratulations, you guys are tying the knot tomorrow? Big deal. Me and my woman, we have like promise rings for each other. Actually, that's pretty sweet that you're getting married. Aren't you guys like good friends or something? Is that what we're supposed to do with our friends and get married to them? It's like buttloads and buttloads of weddings. I mean, he is full in, full in character. No breaking. Is, is it funny that I'm like, oh, that's a bad impression. <laughs> in my it? head, I'm like, no, it's no. Right. I've heard better. Right Let's keep it going. Um, So what'd you do, Tyler, to woo Savannah? Did you like build her a cake? Draw a sweet picture of her that takes like three hours to finish the shading on her upper lip? Or did you just say something romantic like, I like your sleeves, they're real big. Or you could be drinking whole milk if you wanted to. Anyways, I hope you have a killer wedding. Hope all your guys' wildest dreams come true. I, I tamed a wild honeymoon stallion for you guys. I'm going to send it via FedEx. They gave me like a bunch of crap about the rules. But I don't take no for an answer. I have a question about you, well known mm -hmm. as Topanga Lawrence. That's the last name? Yeah. Topanga Lawrence from Boy Meets World and Girl Meets World. Would you be able to improv as well as he's doing? I mean, some of these are obviously from the movie, but right. like he's also improving wildly. Yeah. In this. Would you be able to do that as your character a decade to 20 years after you've done it? Well, Topanga isn't quite a character like right. that, you know? Like he he does have 
it a little easier in the sense that he gets to say just kind of like, that is a very funny line. Your sleeves are big. Yeah, from the That's movie. That's very yeah. funny. Is yeah. that actually that from, the from the movie? Oh, okay. So it's the whole milk one. Right. But, but he some of the other ones, like the Wild Stallion stuff and FedEx, those right, are right, all right. off the top of his head. Yeah. Right. I mean, no, then I probably, and I also just wouldn't, Topanga was just kind of a normal character at the end. Right. Maybe if I did early season Topanga. Right, which we talked about, which yeah. is like more hippie and, and stuff like that. I probably would just give a little bit of thought to it before I did it. I mean, and then I think intense. I could, yeah. This guy's doing a, a turnaround in a day and he's doing so many of them and he's able, I'm telling you, we're going to listen to more clips. It's very funny. He plays off almost everyone he gets. Uh, let's keep it going. For an answer, because I'm a warrior, a peace warrior. Uh, this is from the furries, by the way. Tyler's parents, because Savannah's parents don't give a crap. Just kidding. Everybody loves you guys, and uh, I'm proud of you, and they're all proud of you. So, see ya. Oh. <laughs> That's how he ends all of them, uh, mostly in character. Okay, he also does this with his you know, closed eyes, open mouth breathing. He really transforms into Napoleon Dynamite for them. Um, did you expect full character? I did not at the, all. The whole I time? truly did not. I am so impressed. $249. How so long was that? That one was 127 and I cut it up. Wow. So most of them are over two minutes. Wow. Yeah. Okay. He goes all out. And also, like, he's lucky too because his pauses are when he's thinking of new things, but also Napoleon didn't talk fast. Exactly, yeah. So he gets away with that. Uh, this is John. Uh, John's second clip, uh, a birthday message for a seven-year-old. Connor, Connor, what the heck are you doing? Quit picking your boat agates and listen up. I got a birthday message for you. You're turning seven. No, duh. Of course you know that. You're pretty much the smartest kid that I've ever heard of. Um, what the heck are you going to do for your birthday? Whatever the heck you feel like you want to do. Gosh. Anyways, Connor, I hope you work on your skills. I hope you have like buttloads of skills. Hope for your birthday, you get all your wildest dreams come true. Hey, Connor, maybe I'll send you uh, a bag of chips for your birthday. That'd be sweet. Oh. <laughs> that's, that's so cute. I did hear when we're wearing headphones. I didn't hear it when I pulled it, but when I am wearing headphones, I hear that the uh, Jamiroquai song is slightly in the background. Oh, really? Yeah, from Napoleon Dynamite. So he uh, he really goes all in. I mean, also a seven-year-old knows who Napoleon Dynamite is. Yeah. It's very cute. Um, like I said, I pulled the hits. He, he definitely gives you a, enough time in those things. Um, but I do have to ask what the difference is between John and Napoleon Dynamite. Because um, I found some messages where I can't tell if he's doing the character or if he's being himself. Um, <laughs> so this last one is a hybrid of the two. You tell me, is he going in and out of Napoleon into John or is he John into Napoleon? Uh, this one is from Mother's Day. Lauren, hey, how do I look? They're like a billion little seahorses around me shoving their butts into my face. Cause that's what it feels like. How are you? Happy Mother's Day. Just want you to know that it's uh, it's Mother's Day and that you're the best. Yeah, I mean, Mother's Day is like one of the most, it's kind of the most important day of the entire year. Cause without you guys, none of us would exist. We would be erased from existence off the pla- face of this planet. Jeez Louise, do you ever get a day off? Hopefully on Mother's Day. You know what? Mother's Day should just be about you guys doing nothing. You should do whatever the heck you feel like you want to do. Gosh. Um, I have my prayer in my heart 
that you'll do well and you'll be safe during this uh, crisis and that we'll all get back to our normal lives. Love you. See ya. Uh, is it John or Napoleon? I think it's a combo of both. Yeah. I think he started in Napoleon and then he went into John a little bit and then he went back into Napoleon. Yeah. Is, I wonder how early, you can't tell how early on in his cameo career that one was because that seems like maybe early on in his cameo career before mm-hmm. he really decided I'm going to stick with character. Yeah, started rolling in the bucks. I, I don't know the answer to that. Um, I, I do know that sometimes he does them outside hmm. and that one was outside. That's why you hear the birds. Yeah. I, I think those are a little more John. And right. in, inside when he's on the green screen, he gets a little more Napoleon. It's very cool. Now, I have read a little bit of the history of Napoleon Dynamite being this absolutely surprise cult hit that went to film festivals and then became, you know, a hundred millions of dollars movie. I can't imagine that at any point when he was filming this, he thought he would be doing it 20 years later no. for $249 per two minute message. No, there's no way. There's no way. And yet here he also he is. probably didn't get paid. No. A lot of money no. for that movie. No, not at all. I remember reading Efren Ramirez, who played Pedro. Mm-hmm. I remember he I may have said he made like 15 grand or something from right. the movie. Right, Um, And then, you know, merchandise out the game, he starts to make some money and he ended up getting more roles. Um, But yeah, that's this must be such a weird feeling for the guy. Totally. To just continue to be the same character and not have ever expected it at all. You talk about how when you were on Boy Meets World that you didn't know how popular it was while it was happening. No. And by the way, it was it's much more popular after it was off the air than it even was when it was on. Mm-hmm. It was a success when it was on the air. It wasn't that it wasn't successful, but it also wasn't like the highest rated show. It actually wasn't even the highest rated show on TGIF. Right. There may have been weeks that we were the highest rated show, like depending on what the episode was, but generally... We weren't even that popular. So um, it became more popular after the fact, which made it even more surprising. When you were really close with Jonathan Taylor Thomas, who filmed Next Door with- Yeah, with, for the uh, first couple of years, we did Boy Meets World. We filmed at the Disney lot in Burbank, and we were on the stage next to Home Improvement. And did you assume that was a different type of fame? Oh, 100%. It, yeah. it definitely was. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. was way more famous than any of us. Right. But in real life, I think- everyone sort of equates you guys together now in 2021. Right. I mean, you're Our all sort show of- definitely became more of a cult favorite decades later. Yeah, very weird. Yeah. Uh, well, John Hader, this is uh, Napoleon Dynamite, $249, 253 reviews. Boy, that is a lot. Five stars, baby. One day turnaround. What are you thinking here? At no fault of John's. Yeah. I still think $250 is a lot of money. Yeah, it is a lot. He's giving you a great cameo. Mm-hmm. I love that he is so committed. I actually even like when he goes in and out of John and and into Napoleon. That yeah. doesn't bother me at all. I like that he's outside and, you know, maybe then he acts a little bit more John-ish. I like that. Mm-hmm. I love that he does mission calls. That is... Very cool. Very cool. I wish we could have heard one of those. That's great. Um, I love that whole idea. But $250 is a lot of money. Yeah. I think... I would feel like the price is better around 150. Oh man, exactly where I have it. And yet he's so good. I know. And he is and he is very famous, but $250 is just so much money. At 150 he's perfect. I mean, yeah. honestly, even questionably a B club member. Right. I mean, it yes. is $100 off, yeah. but but I mean, at 249 it's a lot, but also this takes a lot of work for John. I, I mean, know. it's dumb to think that oh just talking into a phone, but this guy is doing full bits for everybody I he know. talks to. So I am I'm, I'm sort of um I, 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 it's hard to say for him to go down because this is probably what makes it 
worth worthwhile. It. Yeah. yeah. But at 150, I would be able to just tell everyone to go to this guy. Yeah. Total home run. Yeah. Uh, well, let's get into the cash game. First, let's start with 80s pop star, as well as, I guess, reality show icon at this point, Paula Abdul. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. That's cool. It is cool. Um, 90. Okay. All right. Let me put a star next to Paula Abdul's name. I don't know why I said that. She should definitely be more than that. But. She's $225. Which, by yeah. the way, coming off of Napoleon Dynamite at two forty nine. I know, I know. Yeah. See that? Yeah, I don't know why I would think ninety dollars. Well, it's now starting. I should have at least guessed one fifty. Well, it's starting anyway. Now. Okay. Donkey Lips from Salute Your Shorts. This is the actor Michael Ray Bauer, a Nickelodeon star from the nineties. Um, sixty. He's fifty. Okay. Uh, quarterback Drew Brees. Drew Brees. I, NFL cameos popping. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, two fifty. I'll star that. He's $550. Oh my gosh. Yeah, $550. Uh, the voice of Zordon from Power Rangers. This is like the, the character that they all go to for, I guess, their reports and 30. Help. He's $25. Okay. Uh, his real name is David J. Fielding. Um, all right. Actor Blake Michael. This is one of the kids from Dog with a Blog. Ooh. Yeah. Uh 75. He's 55. Okay. Um, actress, uh, Tank Girl, League of Their Own, Lori Petty. 60. She's 100. Wow. Um, and the new Netflix hit that everybody's talking about, Bridgerton, this is an actress from that show, Ruby Barker. Ruby Barker. Because you know Cameo and Netflix, it's like all day they just search for these actors and try to get them on the service. Really? Bin- oh, yeah. Binging and Cameo purchasing Got is like it. a very common uh, denominator. 150. She's 50 bucks. Wow. Yeah. So we have Paul Abdul. Okay. All right. Which I was surprised at your guess, to be honest. I know. Me too. Crazy guess. Uh, Drew Brees at five fifty, or the new Netflix Bridgerton actress Ruby Barker. I want to do Ruby Barker eventually. Yeah. Can we make sure we circle that one? But I, I really want to do Paula Abdul next week. Okay, Paula Abdul, it is. Uh, I I would have said the same exact thing. Uh, all right, so guys, please subscribe and rate and review our show, uh, especially on the Apple Podcast uh, section. But you know, anywhere, any streaming services, let people know that the show is is fun at least. Yeah. All right. Uh, at Jensen Carp on Twitter. If people want to follow you on Instagram, Danielle. At Danielle Fischel. I'm also on Twitter at Danielle Fischel. Yeah, you just don't do a lot on it. Right. Let's be I, honest just, here. I just like things. Uh, all right. Let's. Uh, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. I love your orange juice. Keep doing awesome work. Pomeranian Longhorns. Remember last year we had a picnic? Bye, 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 bye. Talking cheap.